You are now listening to For the Record, a Blue Record miniseries. Yeah. Check it. Yeah. We in this together. A spell when night is a warrior fighting for justice We can never be silent, so yeah, we causing a ruckus Lift our voices up to bring injustice down Speaking truth to power, we loving the sound Undaunted by the fight, love is all we need It's time to clear out the air so we all can breathe Ain't no stopping us, we stick together This bond is gonna last forever Marching every day until we free That's our buried treasure Hi everyone, welcome back to For the Record. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Isis. I'm Lena. And I'm Ty. It's really great to have another episode with you all. I'm super excited. But before we get into what our topic is, I want to do our mental health check-in. So how's everybody doing this past week? It's been a while since we've recorded. So how are things going? I think for me, school is definitely schooling. I think that we have definitely got into classes. Um, I'm definitely ready for spring break, not necessarily for going anywhere, but just for no classes and for me to get caught up on what I feel like I need to get caught up on. Not necessarily that I'm behind, but just for peace of mind. Um, So yeah, I'm just hanging in there, swimming, trying to keep swimming. (laughs) <laughs> I feel that. No, say that. Yeah. Ty, what about you? Well, we're nearing midterms and I f- still feel like I'm in like the emotional fallout, no pun intended, of like the bomb threats that have happened for like HBCUs across the country. It's just been a real like rough and real anxious couple of weeks when it comes to school and doing work for me. That makes sense. Lena? Yeah, I just really related to all of that. I'm just doing my best. Just keep my head above water. Um, and it'll it'll be okay in the end, but I gotta get through this period of time. Yeah, I I get that. We're all kind of going through a hard time. I am myself trying not to let myself get overwhelmed with classes, but I'm very excited for spring break because the Monday of spring break is my birthday. I'll be the big twenty one, so oh. that's exciting. <laughs> Her. I know, I know, I know. Oh man, I'm I'm very excited. Get that sideways driver's license. It's gonna be great. But speaking of Ty, you mentioned earlier the kind of emotional turmoil that we've been in with bomb threats to HBCUs. I know Spellman has mm-hmm. had several, and I just want to take a minute to say that that's really something jarring to go through even if there wasn't a device found, the fact that people think it's okay to do that and that they think it's going to discourage us or that they think it might be funny to mess with somebody's education, to mess with somebody's life. I think that that's irritating. And as a way to, I guess I'll use the word cope with it, something that we have the opportunity to talk about this month with it being February is love in general, black love and platonic love. So 
I hope that this episode really, really shows the love that we have for one another and our community so that we can help ourselves and our community find like a sense of peace on the inside because I think that's what we need. So I want to ask you all kind of do a compare and contrast. What were your interactions and thoughts with platonic love before you came to Spellman? What was that like? Well, prior to me coming to Spellman, I was very used to this idea of platonic love. Um, I grew up with really great friends, um, family, and community. And I think that that, I was very comfortable with platonic love, um, which I find to be a blessing. That's great. For me, yeah, a similar experience. I have, uh, well, I was very close with like a lot of my friends in high school, but it was always kind of the rhetoric that like, you know, romantic love should be at the forefront. Romantic love should be centered. And platonic love is like a cool little fun side thing. Yeah, and that's how it was before I went to Spellman. Yeah, I think for me, um, I never really experienced any, necessarily any other love other than platonic. Like, I never had, like, really a boyfriend or, like, romantic stuff like that. So platonic love is the love that I know is the one that I'm most comfortable with. Um, I value my friendships more than anything. So it's kind of weird because our society really does push romantic love and all of that love, like relationship wise. But I feel like my friendships, the way I see it, I prioritize it a lot more because I don't know. It's just something about my friends that I, I can't replace them. Yeah, same. I also had a lot of great friends even before coming to Spellman and I didn't have any romantic romantic relationships, partners, anything like that uh, before coming to Spellman. But now I want to ask you all, was there any sense of a redefinition of platonic love or even self-love now that you've come to Spellman? I know it's been redefined for me. I think that Spellman not only has it gave me like stronger platonic love, but it also pushed for it the idea of putting self-love before anything. I think throughout before I came to Spelman, I did not love myself, right? I did not. Like the self-care was not there. And I think what's amazing about this sisterhood that we have is that everybody talks about it. Everybody talks about how burnt out we can be and how important mental health is, how important it is to talk. When you're vulnerable, you need to talk about it and just knowing how to reach out, like knowing when to ask for help and it's okay to ask for help. I think that has really pushed for me that it's okay to love myself. It's okay to put me first. And when I put myself first, I find the people that I need to be around, the people that love me for me, the right way. And yeah, it's definitely been redefined. That's great. Yeah. You know, Spellman has given me a specific clarity about love, self-love, romantic love, platonic love, um, that it has been life-changing. I think that how I see love now is a way for people, for your friends, for whoever it is. It's just how a way to be understood. And ultimately, 
there's so much about this world and about ourselves that we don't always understand. But a friend is a friend, a lover, whatever, however you're experiencing love, even yourself, um, they carry you through that. And you also carry them. It's kind of like a symbiotic relationship in a, done in a healthy way. Yeah. I think for me, Spellman has taught me to be more discerning, like with who I allow like myself to give platonic love to, because, you know, every, well, love is great. And, you know, everybody should have love in their lives, but not everybody deserves to have that exchange of love, you know, and that it kind of made me realize that, you know, not everybody has like, I don't know, like you can be discerning. That's a, that's like a, that's definitely a factor of self-love being discerning of who you give access to yourself to. And like, yeah, it's taught me to be really discerning and it's just been like centered. Platonic love is centered here, even though there are some customs that like, you know, try to center heteronormativity and like, you know, stuff like that. But for the most part, platonic love is what's, you know, most what's king or queen at Spellman. That's really great that you all have had a redefinition of love and tie. I love making sure you're discerning about who has access to you. I think that's really important because I think even though I had great relationships that involved platonic love in high school, there were also some that shouldn't have, some people that I shouldn't have let access me. But I'm really glad that there was kind of like a winning when I came to spell lives, how much love I have for the friends that I've gained and how much love they have for me. I remember my friend sitting uh, in the age holding me and cry, and I was crying because I found out that my great-grandmother didn't have a long time. To and I think that's a moment I'll never forget. And if I wasn't at a place like Spelman, I don't think I would have had that kind of relationship with someone where I can be continually vulnerable with my friends and I feel that it's okay. So that's just something that's really amazing to have. And as black women, as black femmes, we, at a space like Spalman, we're able to hold space for one another. And I think that that's really something vital when we see people trying to crush our spirits on the daily. And so we kind of see a pushback against that as we're at Spelman. And I'd call it a form of feminism. And we use feminism a lot at Spelman. We kind of like throw the word around. But, you know, I think that's something we really do. I think that's something we really act in. And so I want to talk about the way that we express around music on campus and I think Ty you have a really interesting story about that uh yeah <laughs> so as we know like Spellman has the um the propensity and the ability to make or break artists like on who they have relationships with more contemporarily future you know future was banned for a long time on our campus and in the early 2000s Nelly <laughs> was banned on our campus his music and his um presence because of his video tip drill where he swipes a girl's booty cheeks with a 
credit card. And one of my family members, Asha, now Palmer, she was um, SGA president at the time that he came and she was very instrumental in getting him banned. So it's it's like instances like that, that kind of <laughs> makes me realize that sometimes Spellman is definitely, they definitely walk the talk. I mean, talk the walk, walk the talk, is that a thing? Yeah, but <laughs> they definitely live up to what they preach and what they talk about feminist wise. That's a really great story. Isis, did you have another story about that or was it just time? Um, Not necessarily another story. It's just that I remember hearing about how they banned Nelly because my aunt actually attended Spelman around the same time. So um, I don't know. I just love that type of story because it just kind of like went about how, you know, like how you said that we kind of throw the word feminism around, but sometimes like we really do it. Like you're not going to come here disrespecting women and try to come here at an all girls campus, you know? Like, you're coming here after, you know, all of this patriarchal mess. And honestly, what I find very disturbing, honestly, is that it's a black man. So that whole entire notion of black men not really loving us as as they say they do, but, you know, they don't show it necessarily in the same way they say it. So I think it was really like a stand that Spellman had t- taken that time. And honestly, and throughout time, I feel like we always do that. I feel like um, there's other instances like throughout time that Spellman has done that. I know like the speeches and debates, um, our Spellman team, they took a stand when they felt like they were disrespected or even when they felt like Morehouse team was disrespected. And I know that black women just throughout time, they always are the main ones, are the foot soldiers that do that. And while black men usually get the hype for it, um, at Spellman, we know it doesn't go unnoticed. We celebrate our movements. We celebrate our victories if no one else will. And that kind of goes back into our platonic love because you know, like no one's going to toot our horn, so we toot it for ourselves, and no one can toot it better than us. So, yeah. Shout out Jordan Parker. <laughs> no, for real, because she did that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Lena, I want to ask you about um, playlist set functions. And like when we're at market, when we're in Upper Manly, when we're eating breakfast at midnight in the calf before exams, how does the music that we play display our love for one another in the community that we create at Spelman? Oh, that's a really great question. I love the relationship that Spelman and the AUC has with music. Um, Like you said, at all these functions, at all these gatherings, music is centered and you see people at their most joyous. And there's something really beautiful about that, how we're all in this space together, having so much fun, just happy. And... Yeah, I, I, it's just, it's nice to see. Um, and I don't, I haven't had an experience like that at a, in a school setting, at least for a very long time, certainly not in high school. So it was, it's really nice. Um, but how it displays our love for each other, is it not the ultimate act of love to just be joyous with each other? Right. Um, I think that that's how, to me, that's what it feels like. That's what that love feels like, how we're all in this space together. And we don't always have to, like, express that. How we're expressing it is through our dancing, through our singing along with each other and just being there. Exactly. I feel like it's like no matter what DJ comes, like, they know that there's, like, a certain 
like roster of songs that they can play that'll make everybody just go nuts and everybody start like you know dancing together and it's just very beautiful to see and I feel like that is one of like the ultimate acts of love just you know being with each other and getting along (laughs) for once Mm -hmm. and even our the TBR theme is actually by one of our Spellman sisters Serena I think that that's really cool you know that we don't have to just go find some random artist we have someone who created that specifically for us i mean where where else can you get that i think really? that just is kind of showing like the epitome of the way that spellman uses music to Absolutely. express our love to one another and we also have like a whole community of just like of musicians and stuff i think that's awesome right it's just so great i and also the way that it's different kinds of music you know the music in Sisters Chapel during convocation that Dr. Grace plays, the music that we turn up to after service in Sisters Chapel on Sunday, the music that we listen to during market. I think that it's not even one kind of music. Yeah, I think that Sisters Chapel just in itself, that place will forever like hold a special place in my heart. Like all the events, even just attending service on Sundays, um, Dr. Joyce Johnson is that girl, like forever yes. and ever. Yes. <laughs> Every time she plays the organ, it's just it really soothes my soul. All of our um, traditions are held in Sisters Chapel. I think Sisters Chapel is for us. It's for the sisters, and it, there's no other place like it. That's very true. I think that that's really great. And when we are able to come together with our classes at in sister's chapel and when we sing the hymn even though you know it was very much pressed into our brains during nso it's still fun to get together and sing it when we have convocation so i think that that's just just another way of showing how music brings us together and you know that's just something that'll last across time and i think that's really really beautiful and something that we can always keep as a takeaway from Spellman. And so now, not only do we have our platonic love for our siblings at Spellman, but we also have this principle of a platonic love for Black people as a whole that we see brought up the day before Valentine's Day, February 13th, as the official Black Love Day, which I would certainly think that this is much more important than what has become modified Valentine's Day as a holiday, cisgendered, heteronormative, relationship, romantic type thing. And the principles of Black Love Day are honoring the five tenets, which are love for the creator, love for yourself, love for the Black family, love for the Black community, and love for the Black race. So I want to hear you all's thoughts on the five tenets and what they mean to you all. For me, like when it comes to loving the creator, I feel like because I don't have like a conventional sense of like one being being the creator, I feel like the creator is all around us. So the way that I would like, you know, honor the creator is just like by being in nature being outside because you know that's like been a privilege to be outside and like just be in the sun for it not to rain or 
some sort of natural disaster going on outside. So just being in the sun would be the ultimate way that I would honor the creator on Black Love Day. I love that. I was just going to say that I think it's an amazing holiday. And I think the five tenants really speak to us as Black people. I think we have a definitely a culture within our churches, within our community, within our race, within our, within like each other. So I think those five tenants really speak to us as a culture. And I know like a lot of times they say, or some people in our society say like, oh, African-Americans don't really have a culture. And I'm like, no, this is it. Like what you do every day, this is it. How you um, put on your music, if it's R&B, hip hop, whoever you listen to, that's it. Like everything, so many things are created by black people. And it's, I feel like it's so underrated. And it's like, no, we celebrate that. And we should really celebrate it every day because we didn't have to do that, but we did, you know? Exactly. I was going to um, really emphasize what Ty said about just being outside, you know, and how that um, is celebrating the creator. It's celebrating you because, listen, we all need to go out and test some grass sometimes. Like, that's so necessary. <laughs> being outside is so necessary to humanity and being a human being. And I think that that is a great way to celebrate Black Love Day. I think that that's great too. I think one of my favorite ways to celebrate Black Love Day, um, kind of like an Instagram thing that we see come around around Valentine's Day, Black History Month, it's about Black films that aren't focused and Is a perfect way to celebrate with my friend to watch movies that don't only focus on the trauma in lives of black people I think that that's wonderful because we're so much more than our pain we're so much more than what people want to inflict on us like Isis said you know we create these different things that are amazing and we didn't have to but we chose to because we are resilient and I think something that Black Love Day recognizes and it's just I mean who's like black people what I mean <laughs> really nobody really <laughs> I just I think that's how you sum up Black Love Day that Man, it's just it's just great to walk down the street and see another black person and be like, wow, man, we're awesome, you know? So it's just, it's great to just be able like to even feel that platonic love just for black people as a whole is really amazing. And so now speaking of platonic love for black people, they don't have to be just black people though, but considering we're at Spelman, I imagine we know a lot of black people. I want to hear your platonic love shout outs. It can be anybody. Who do you want to shout out for the platonic love that you have for them? I'll go first. I got a few. I have platonic love for my friend Destiny. She's always there for me. If I feel stressed or anything, she's just that type of person that just figures it out as if I hadn't spent hours and hours confused. Um, I want to shout out Honestly, all the organizations I'm a part of, I think 
the platonic love that they have for like one another and they understand like we might get burnt out we might get stressed and they're really there like they're really there for me or I'm really there for them if they need help especially the blue record of course um and I definitely want to shout out Sisters Chapel because that's a place where I can congregate and really be at one and every Sunday I just start my week anew and it's amazing. I'll go. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my besties for the resties, Jordan Parker, Madison Green, and Danielle Milton, and all my sisters in Spelman Dance Theater, all my sisters in film club, everybody that, I don't know, everybody that I just come across that has been such like a light and like a vibrant entity in my life and I know she does. That doesn't really have anything to do with Spellman, but rest in peace, Betty Davis, because you recontextualized a lot about how I see myself, my autonomy, and my love for myself. So yeah, I love you from this plane where all you are on the ancestral plane. My platonic love shoutouts are to my girls, my golden girls, my charmed ones, all my friends. I love you guys so much. Uh, my family, my brother, my mom, my dad, and my pup, Alfredo. So yeah, love you guys. That's great. I, let's see, who do, uh, okay. So I want to shout out the Blue Record team because this is, being part of this team is just something special. I think that that's amazing getting together with all these creative people so definitely shout out to you all, especially to the archives team, because of course y'all are my faves. Don't tell everybody else. <laughs> um, I also want to shout out the people at Spalman who keep the school running, because what would it be without them? The people in the the people in the books, public safety, the gardeners, the senators, the people at FMS. Know everybody who works at the college to make our experience great. I think that they deserve a shout out, and that's amazing. I also want to shout out the board of trustees. They really teach me a lot about what I want to do as a professional in the future. I think that's great. And last but not least, my besties, my sunnies. I want to shout them out. We've been besties since freshman year, and I also want to shout out. Danielle and Amina, they know who they are. They're super great. They watch me cry all the time and let me vent because I am want to do that all the time. So definitely shout out to all of them. Shout out to my dorm, my freshman dorm. Yes. LLC1. Dialing oh. to Kai So Fly. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that one either. You have me in the first half, but I don't know. Right. Shout out HH Phi Beta. Phi Beta. I'm really glad that we had the opportunity to send out our love publicly to all the people that we to. I think it's really important to not only express your love, you know, inwardly, inwardly. That's something that people remember to do to one another. So Remember, everybody, February 13th, Black Love Day. I know it's already passed, but for next year, if you don't want to celebrate something so corporate, think about Black Love 13th. <laughs> Our episode recap, we had a really, really great conversation today. Thank you all from 
what we experienced as platonic love was for Spellman, what we learned and grew in our experiences of platonic love at Spellman, our embodying of feminism as a form of platonic love for one another, making sure that other people do not devalue us, that we push our value for ourselves, and also our love for the Black community, and then of course those special people in our lives who we had to shout out our love to. You have been listening to For the Record, a Blue Record miniseries. We thank you for being with us today. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Blue Record, and listen and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast. Thank you.